following is a teaching message from Shaw Community Church. For more information on Shaw, for our teaching resources, visit www.shaw.org.nz. Kia ora and happy Labor Day weekend. I hope that you're finding some time to relax this weekend and uh, spend some time with family and friends and just decouple from work, decouple from all the different stresses that life throws at us. And uh, yeah, just relax. I'm sure many of you this weekend will also stop and reflect on the life of Samuel Parnell and uh, reflect back on him with gratitude for making all of this possible. It's okay if you don't know who Samuel Parnell is. I didn't know who he was 24 hours ago either. Uh, but in doing some research on the history of Labor Day here in New Zealand, I learned that he was the person uh, that fought for, ultimately won, the eight-hour workday in New Zealand back in the 1800s. Uh, Parnell was a carpenter who uh, was from the UK, and it was there that he started to uh, establish this idea that people should only be working eight hours a day. Uh, this was a time when carpenters uh, were often required to work 12, sometimes even 14 hours a day. And uh, they worked really, really hard. Um, Parnell developed this idea that people should work for eight hours a day, they should sleep for eight hours a day, and then a person should have eight hours for recreation or to spend their time however they chose. And to us today, that seems like common sense, it seems like common wisdom, but back during this time, it was a pretty revolutionary uh, idea. Parnell uh, carried this idea with him and his new wife. They, uh, they moved to New Zealand shortly after they were married. Uh, he carried that idea to his new country and they landed here in 1840. Uh, and the story goes that while Parnell was on the ship coming to New Zealand, he met a shipping agent. And the shipping agent wanted to build a store in New Zealand where he was setting up business. And so he asked Parnell if he would build him a store. And uh, Parnell told him at that time that he'd be happy to do that. But just so he knows, he only works eight hours a day. And that uh, if he did, he would be starting uh, at 8 a.m. instead of 6 a.m. The shipping agent, uh, as the story goes, told Parnell that uh, he knew uh, full well that in England, in the UK, if you started work after 6 a.m., you'd already lost a quarter of the day. And Parnell's response to him was, we're not in London. Uh, we're in New Zealand now. So uh, Parnell would go on to uh, lobby many of the tradespeople and tradesmen who were coming off the boats to New Zealand uh, to live and work there lobbying them to stand up for their rights and uh, stand up for an eight-hour workday. And ultimately, that eight-hour uh, uh, workday became law in New Zealand. And that is what we are celebrating today. Uh, we started celebrating Labor Day back on 28 October, 1890. Uh, the irony is that Parnell died shortly after that, just a few weeks after uh, the first Labor Day celebration, celebrating his life's work and his life's achievement here in New Zealand. Some of you may be asking what happened to the eight hour workday as you might be working a 12 hour shift or uh, working well over that in whatever, uh, whatever work that you're doing. And I think what we're still celebrating today is the spirit of the law that people should have some time to themselves and not all of our lives should be consumed with work 
and that workers should have some rights. If you are working this weekend, I pray that you are able to find comfort and find value in the work that you are doing. And I also pray that uh, you will have opportunities for some rest in the very near future. Uh, I think that a celebration of Labor Day and particularly looking back on uh, Samuel Parnell's life gives us an opportunity as Christians to reflect on two important pieces of the Christian life. Uh, and the first of those is the importance of rest um, in the Christian life. And the second uh, one of those is uh, how much of uh, our theology and how much of our story uh, revolves around looking back in the past and celebrating uh, the goodness that has come from the work of someone else. So uh, first, I wanna spend a little bit of time to encourage you uh, to, to take time this weekend to think about rest beyond just Labor Day weekend, to think about rest beyond this holiday uh, long weekend and think about rest in your life in general. Um, God tells us in the very beginning of creation that rest is good. In fact, he himself rested on the seventh day after creating uh, the, the earth and creating the, uh, the world that we live in today. And if you look uh, further on in the Old Testament, as the uh, law is given to Moses, um, that God commands his people that they'll work for six days, but on the seventh day, they will celebrate a Sabbath. And um, when you look at the way in which this law is stated, uh, a lot of the laws in the Old Testament were really designed to just separate and make God's people look different than the people around them. But if you look in Exodus chapter 20, verse 8, where it tells us to remember the Sabbath, we're just going to read uh, verses 8 through 11. It says, Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath, and to the Lord your God, on it you shall do, not, do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor your foreign foreigner residing in your towns. For in six days, the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Uh, the Sabbath is tied to creation. It's tied to the way in which you and I are created and the way in which we're created to live in this world. Um, what we find, I think, is that uh, the Sabbath and the discussion of Sabbath, even the concept of Sabbath has fallen out of fashion in the very busy world that we live in. Um, we don't always talk about it. We don't talk about it a lot in the church, and we certainly don't talk about it a lot in um, modern day life. And uh, a lot of that is because it, it uh, challenges the goodness that we tie to productivity, the goodness that we tie to being busy, the goodness that we tie to efficiency, and just filling our time with lots of, um, lots of things to do. But a lot of times in the church, I think, uh, if we're being honest with ourselves, we don't talk about the Sabbath because we, we don't know how to practice it. We don't, we don't know how we could possibly fit in long periods of rest into our very busy lives. Um, and what we learn in the, in the New Testament um, is that, that God does not insist on us practicing the Sabbath the same way he uh, asked the people of Israel to do that. And part of that is the recognition that... Um, the people of God is going to look different now. We're going to look different. God is calling different nationalities, different people, group, people groups, different ethnicities into, um, into the kingdom of God and into his people. 
and they won't be able to practice uh, the Sabbath. They won't be able to practice a day of rest the same way that a nation state would be able to do that. Uh, and we think particularly of slaves, call people to follow Jesus and then put a restriction on them that they couldn't possibly meet because of their station in life. Um, we see this fall out of, uh, we see God not uh, reinstate this in the New Testament, but it doesn't change the fact that we are designed to need rest. We are designed to um, to have rest in our lives and that that rest is good. Uh, there's a quote from John Mark Comer. It comes from his book called Garden City that I want to read to you. He says, that's why Sabbath is an expression of faith. Faith that there's a creator and he's good. We are his creation. This is his world. We live under his roof, drink his water, eat his food, breathe his oxygen. So on the Sabbath, we don't just take a day off from work. We take a day off from toil. We give him all our fear and anxiety and stress and worry. We let go. We stop ruling and subduing, and we just be. We remember our place in the universe so that we never forget. There is a God, and I'm not him. And I love the way that uh, John Mark ties uh, rest and this, this need that we have for rest as an expression of faith. And it's an expression of faith that God is really in control. So much of our busyness is us trying to control our lives. So much of our busyness is, ours, is us trying to build for the future and trying to, to do things that will protect us and, and um, sustain us. And uh, when we stop to rest, when we stop to celebrate a Sabbath, whatever that may look like in your life, we are able to stop and reflect on that God is in control. God is the one that will ultimately take care of us and that we are here to enjoy his creation. We're here to, to be um, productive within his creation, but we're also here in a, in a state of humility, um, that we are to be humble in this place because God is control and we are not. Um, so I pray that uh, during this Labor Day weekend that you can take time to just reflect on, on what Sabbath looks like in your life. And maybe it's not a full day right now. Maybe it's not taking an entire day off. Maybe it's finding a couple hours where you individually or you and some friends or you and uh, uh, your family can stop, can put the technology away, can put work away, can just decouple your lives from the different stresses, the different things calling out, wanting your attention, wanting the energy that it requires for you to think about it, to engage with it. Just decouple your lives from that, step back and rest in God's goodness God's faithfulness and God being in control of, of your life and being in control of um, and taking care of you. Uh, if you need ideas, if you're uh, struggling in this area, you want to talk to somebody, the pastoral staff is always available. would love to have those conversations. You can call or email the church. Uh, you have many of our cell phone numbers. Uh, reach out and we'll, we'll set up a time to just talk about uh, Sabbath and what, uh, what rest may look like in your life. And I'd love to share um, some of my stories about how I'm finding uh, time to rest in my own life. Um, secondly, as we look back on Samuel Parnell's life, and you have to, you have to bear with me here, this might be a bit of a stretch, um, but it reminds me of our own faith. This is something that we do every Sunday in, uh, uh, when we gather in the gym, and I know we're not doing that this weekend, but when we gather together, we look back throughout history to uh, just over 2,000 years ago and look at what one person, that person being Jesus, did for on our behalf when he died on the cross. And um, 
we celebrate the hope and the goodness and the and the joy and um, the abundance that we have in our life today because of what Jesus did for us over 2,000 years ago. And even though we're not gathered together uh, this week, although some of us will be at the beach together, we're not going to be having a communion service, it doesn't mean that you can't stop and reflect on the goodness we have today because of what Jesus did on the cross for us 2,000 years ago. If you want to take communion together as a family, um, that is perfectly acceptable. You can use whatever you've got around the house. If you want to take communion by yourself, if you want to take communion with your friends, um, take time today to thank Jesus, to thank God for what he accomplished for us, uh, for the gift of salvation by uh, taking the bread and taking the juice and uh, remembering communion. Let's pray together. God, thank you for... Uh, not just what you accomplished for us on the cross, Lord, and for the goodness that you give our lives, Lord, but for, um, for the gift of rest. Uh, even though sometimes we can't think of it that way and sometimes we struggle with finding time to step back and rest, Lord, we're thankful for the good way in which you created us and the way that you created us to need time with you, to refocus, to reorient our lives, uh, to make sure that we are following you more closely, um, and that we are uh, uh, being energized by you and not being drained by this world. So, Lord, as we celebrate this uh, Labor Day weekend, as we take time to rest, Lord, we pray that we can uh, gain wisdom from you. Lord, we can gain um, uh, encouragement from your spirit to, uh, to live this way uh, in the future, Lord, to live this way in communion with you. We love you, Father. We pray these things in your name. Amen. Happy Labor Day weekend. I hope you guys uh, are resting well now. This has been a teaching message from Shaw Community Church. For more of our teaching resources, or to donate to our teaching resource ministry, or for more information on Shaw Community Church, visit www.shaw.org.nz. Alternatively, you can email office at shaw.org.nz or phone 09 415 0455 Thank you for listening.